Bam, we're live. That is a dog humping a leg. I should, I should have, I should. Good picture. I should have fixed it a little bit. I should have. You know, what picture I'm talking about, Souza. Yeah, is that the one that's on the YouTube? The placeholder. Are you at home? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, looks a little different. Like Sounds a little different. Not sure Does it sound bad? Um, I think bad's a little. I think bad's a little, a little harsh. It, I don't think that's necessary. Is that this gain function? I don't know. If, uh, I haven't taken a phone call since I got this. My phone situation. Oh, it's funny. I plugged in a new phone and it's like asking me if I want to be part of the COVID exposure program. I don't know if that. Uh, no, it's nothing like that. It's nothing. Oh, okay. Maybe. I think that you're you're pretty good. Let me see. It's asking. My I probably should have done this before. Shit. Oh no, it's asking me to set up Apple Pay. I don't need that to do this show, right? No. <laughs> Uh, let's see if someone's going to call in. Well, hopefully all our problems will be solved tomorrow because, uh, that, that fine new computer should be arriving. Oh yeah. Congratulations. And this one's giving me a ton of issues. Congratulations. Well, you look good. Well, thank you. That, that, that vest is nice. Thanks. Look at, Oh dang, dude, you've been bench pressing. I have. And, um, you know, I had two days ago, I just ate basically just steak or ground beef all day. I had, uh, I gave, let myself eat as many avocados as I wanted. I think I had three or four. I had a clamshell of greens, which was just spinach and arugula and a pound of ground beef. Then today I'm in my fast, my 36 hour fast. And then tomorrow I'm going to do another pound of just ground beef with as many avocados and clamshells as I want. I know. Where is the S on the shirt? Man, something doesn't, something doesn't feel right. We're here. This is the show. Savon podcast. Oh, because Superman got it. This is it. What's wrong? I don't know. Savon, you got that hair on point. Ah, you want to talk about my hair real quick? If someone calls in and I don't answer, say something, because I don't know if this phone or this shit's working. Um, <laughs> so basically, I don't look anything like this. Like like Susie came to my house. The, oh, look it. What's up, baby? Hey. Thank you. Hey. Did I send you the notes, Caleb? No. Oh, fuck me. Did I send them to you, Susa? Yeah, I got them. Oh. Caleb, you should you should have them. Oh, Your name's okay. on the uh, email here. Sorry, my bad. You're bad. Um, um, Caleb with the nice features. My mom told me that Caleb has nice features. Caleb does have nice features. Um, so I don't look anything like this. Like when you come to my house, I don't. When you visited me a couple of days ago, I don't look like this in person, do I? I I don't know what that means. I mean, you look like you. Like okay. I wake up, like I have like so much clay in my hair, and I just took a shaver and shaved here, and I shaved my neck, oh, okay. and I'm dressed all nice. Like when you come to my house, I'm like in fucking pajamas, and my and I got like a jufro. I'm just like yeah. wild, right? Yeah. No, my no. kids are running around. I mean, I'm not like this. This is like I'm. This is this isn't fake me. This is just podcast me. You're just put together. That's all. That's yeah. all like that. Yeah, like if you saw, like, God forbid anyone who watches the show sees me. Uh, it, although it does happen every every couple of weeks, one person will see me at the beach where I go, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, how did they even recognize me?" And I always I have, and I I usually wear big sunglasses to cover my face when I'm out, and I should stop doing that. I think it's bad for my eyes. I don't know. I think you're too hard on yourself. You look good all the time. Thank you. Well, I'm about. To, I think I'm about to get lean and mean. I think it, like I'm going to go into a lean phase for like a week. Yeah, we'll show that raw meat. Yeah, I think that's going to be. Uh, dude, did you see myself? Did you see the? Oh yeah, you told me the Liver King getting off the fucking jet from Africa. 
Oh my God. He is something else. <laughs> he is something. I want to talk to him. I used to want to get him on the podcast and I still do, but mm-hmm. um, I'd like to get his mom on the podcast or mm. his dad. So this is the, uh, this is the man, Matt and Josh used to hate this shit. If you want to know why Matt and Josh left me, even though they didn't leave me, but if you like to spin that jackass narrative, um, yeah. uh, this is why they left me. Cause I do stuff like this. This is what I use in my hair. <laughs> that's, a, that's it right there. Clay pot. And I scrape that fucker clean. Like I have like three, three now that should be thrown away, but I'm just wiping them. You know what I mean? Just like I can get a little more. This is what I use. And I never, I just started again about a month ago using it because I'm basically not going to cut my hair for like a year. And, really? uh, I mean, I, I, that's the goal. I want to let my hair get long and my beard get all crazy long. Oh shit. <laughs> the guests will respect me more. <laughs> is that what it is? is that, that's what that'll mean. Caleb, do you, do you have a, a cell phone nearby? Yes. Could you call? Sure. Just, just let's just see what happens if you call if the call in number works. Act like you're someone else though, so we have a caller. Dude, did you guys see the Caleb? You were, were you Caleb? Were you on the Hans Kim episode with me? No, Will was. Oh yeah, here we go. Okay, oh shit, it's working. Thank you. Was that the same ringtone it always was? Oh no, because it's a new I, phone. I like that ringtone better. You it doesn't do, scare the... me. Or whatever what was it? Yeah, that one scared me. Maybe it's just because I always got nervous when someone called. Um, I was told Hans Hans Kim is uh really autistic. By who? Oh, there we go. oh shit. By by some but people in my DMs are like, hey Jackass, that guy was autistic. Hello, caller Phoenix. How really? can I help you? Uh oh. Wait, 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 I can't hear you. Are you talking? Wait a minute. Oh, are you talking, caller? I am. Ah, yes, there you are. Hi. Hey, how are you, Savon? Um, Putting together a half-ass Brett. show with with full-ass. <laughs> you, you probably you're a full-ass caller, but I'm. This is a half-ass show, so we're one and a half asses. <laughs> um, I uh, sent a message on an earlier show talking about uh, the CrossFit Journal and what happened to it, and uh, uh, it, it was an interesting explanation. And then I watched this. Uh, show on the Hoover Institution uh, earlier this weekend. They were talking about alternative media, uh, Substack, podcasts, and so forth. Do you think there's a place for an alternative CrossFit journal? Like maybe it doesn't have the name, but everybody knows that's what it is. Uh, um, we would have to define what the CrossFit journal is is first of all, it, it's, it's kind of like, it's like CrossFit health. I think a lot of people think that they know what CrossFit health is, but they don't know what CrossFit health, health is. The people who are running it don't even know what CrossFit health is. CrossFit health <laughs> was uh, founded. And I mean, I'm not even trying to be mean. I'm just I being, know, telling I know. the truth. Um, yeah. CrossFit health is, was founded by Greg Glassman and run by a lady named Karen Thompson. And it was about the ills of modern medicine, basically showing like, like, you know, statins were the number one selling drug in the world. And he would bring up scientist after scientist who would be like, how the fuck are people using this? And we would, they would talk about the, the fallacy behind cholesterol and all this stuff, right? Like real science, right. not, not. And so the journal was kind of like that, right? It's Greg Glassman telling you to squat below parallel while the rest of the, while the NSCA and the rest of the world or whoever is saying, no, don't squat below parallel. Right. So right. 
is there a space for truth tellers? I mean, yeah, dude. The hardest thing is, is no one wants to do it until you're canceled. Once you're canceled, it's good to go. <laughs> and even then people are scared. Like, it, it, like, but, but um, once you're next time, seven on buttons is vest. He should have the CEO. Sh I know. I know. Um, yeah. So I think that's the issue with the journal. It's it's really bizarre that the journal hasn't been pulled forward. Here's the thing. I was thinking about it today. They have the lady, Erin, who's running. She's the – they call her chief marketing officer, and we would have never had marketing at CrossFit before because Greg didn't believe in selling anything to anyone. He just believed in adding value to stuff. So we called it the media team. She – and she was brought in by Eric Rosa. So I'm assuming Eric Rosa was supposed to train her and get her up to speed on what the company is. Well, not only did he probably not have enough time to get her up to speed, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, is that now – and he didn't even know what CrossFit is. You remember, this is the guy when I left the company, he texted me and said, thank you for everything you've done for the games. That That's like, <laughs> I, I, I would guess like, I would like if Josh Bridges said that to me, I'm like, yeah, cool. No problem. Thanks, bro. Like I get it. Right. That's where I saw him on the field of play. But no one who has even the tiniest bit of notion of what CrossFit is would say that to me. They would be like, holy shit. Thank you for the fucking all the movement videos and being the prim primary source of videos from CrossFit from 2007 to 2010. Non games right. related. I mean, so they don't. They're I, I don't they don't even know what they're sitting on the treasure trove like those he did. They don't even know that um Greg La like people still I mean 90 percent of CrossFitters don't know. And I guess they don't I guess you can drive a car and not really know the true value of the combustion engine and what's going on in there. But 90 percent of but it is important. Someone knows it is important. Someone knows. Right. Like the CEO of like right. engineering at Ford has to know that. <laughs> but but um or the head of the engineering team. But um. The, if Greg wouldn't have defined fitness, I, there would there would be no like this thing wouldn't be so profound, and people don't get that. Like it's a tiny little spark that's causing the whole explosion for the Ferrari to go 210 miles an hour. Damn, my arms look good today. I'm telling you, dude, I'm about Whoa. to. Get, I know, I'm telling you, I'm about to get something all juiced up and nowhere to go. <laughs> but what do you think? I mean, what do you think? What do you think? I, I need to ask more questions. This is a podcast. I'm supposed to ask questions. What do you think, my friend? I mean, if CrossFit's really, you know, an idea, it's like, how do you, and we kind of detach from, you know, the, the word or the, the brand or the logo a little bit. And you just say it's the idea of functional fitness. We have a definition, the 10 general physical skills, and we have this, all of this knowledge and this really good idea that was you know, initially started by that content on the old website and the journal and so forth. Like, how do you like get that back out again? Because it seems to me like CrossFit is like you said, sort of just becoming the games in the open, but really it was this whole other thing about health and fitness. And how do you get that idea back on track? Is there a different route? Like can somebody else do it? The thing um, is, here's what, here's what's interesting though. Right. Right. What was your name? Greg, Greg, here's what's interesting. It still is that we're just confused. It's like just it's it's like looking at just a huge pair of beautiful titties and not realizing that it's really just a gelatinous sacks of fucking fat with blood and veins and arteries and shit in them. You know what I mean? Like we're so confused. We're so confused. Like like um the 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 we're. The, all that stuff is still on the inside. The the, right. the the I mean, that's all the affiliates. That's what's so crazy. And even I mean, the only surviving media 
Oh, I don't know if this is true. I'm going to say it and then someone can tell me to go fuck myself. The only surviving media that's not games related around CrossFit Inc. is this. This fucking show right here. Exterior. And in the inside, I don't know what, what's left. There's some DEI media, maybe CrossFit training, that 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 um, Instagram account. That's a fascinating story you might be interested in. When when the CEO was hired, was uh, brought in, the, the one that came before Dave, the one that came before Greg and Dave, the one that was eventually fired. Um, sorry, Logan, I don't mean to ruin tits for you. I mean, they're <laughs> great, but they're just, they are what they are. And um, that guy... Uh, I forget where I was even going with this. What were we saying? What were we talking about? I, the tits thing. I should I can't turn off these damn comments. <laughs> oh, surviving media. So, so, so that guy told us um, to turn off all of our social media accounts. Told us to turn off Facebook. Told us to turn off Instagram. Now imagine that. And and just so you know the implications of that, when we turn them off, revenue dropped basically thirty percent overnight. Overnight. For all of CrossFit Inc. So to give you an idea, you guys, of how that, why you think that might work, if there are a billion users on Instagram, I want you to do the math. If 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% were to accidentally stumble upon the training page and buy a um, seminar. I mean, when you have a billion, it can just be a few. Five a day. 20 a day. And and, and (laughs) so... um, so, so they, 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 they turn all that off and, and we're fucked. And, and then now I just don't think anyone's no one, there's no, there's no proof of what CrossFit is except in the affiliates. And that's a huge amount of proof, but coming out of HQ or coming out of the external media sphere, who is it? Right. You have Craig Ritchie making amazing content, not, not uh, core content. It's, it's uh how cool he is we have the buttery bros doing it there's some mixture of core content in there but it's mostly just like it's it, it's fun get to know people kind of peewee playhouse um we have nate and um uh uh uh, uh Ezekiel, the guy in what the fuck is that guy's name weeks and weeks weeks like weedies weeks 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 um they're they're kind of like more like uh up to news like like reporting on like hey today dave castro broke his toe and the games is being moved a week later because of a storm cloud that's coming you know what i mean they're like kind of like the tmz ufc's got a lot of that i like that shit um mayhem's got a little bit too right yeah mayhem has all that stuff jerking off froning i'm all about jerking off froning Mm -hmm. give him a hans job um loving on loving on the the froning empire Wondering, you're like watching those videos, seeing if you can see Fakowski in the background yet. Uh, but but no one's doing. Uh oh, this is interesting. Oh no, this is Christoph. I thought maybe it was Laura Horvat's brother, but it's it's he's he's not in Mallorca or Mallorca, wherever. Oh my god. Anyway, so I, there isn't no no one even knows what what CrossFit is anymore. It's it's all just lost in the it's lost. But- I think I remember too, when you got a level one, they would give you like a year subscription. Yes, sir. And yeah. 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 So they all CrossFit Inc. has to do, it's so easy. All they have to do is bring the journal back up to the front, ditch that DEI tab or whatever that fucking virtue signaling shit that you're trying to do. Put put the journal up there. If you want it to just be pictures of all the people working out or Asian and black and brown, fine. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't care. Or, or, or fat people or chicks or whatever. Anything besides white dudes, cool. Let's do it. And bring the journal up and everything you publish, put in there. 
and give a little bit of budget to it. What I would recommend is with the money that you've saved from firing Rosa, what, and I recommend, and, and this will change the entire landscape for every single affiliate. It's so easy to do. It costs $10,000 to make an insane transformation story. So you hire someone like, um, what's the guy's name? There's a guy named Torn out there who used to work for CrossFit. Amazing guy, Emmy winner. You pay him $10,000 or like Michael Dalton, you pay him $10,000 and they go somewhere and they find a fat black guy who's um, blind, who's uh, started CrossFit a year ago and now he's lost 60 pounds and he's getting laid and he's going to his L1. And you release one of those every single week for 52 weeks a year. Yeah, that guy, that guy's a beast. And you release one of those, man, what a fucking talent. That guy would make his own equipment when it was needed. Anyway, um, <laughs> and you just release one of those a week, 52 weeks a year, and you just hammer it. Sometimes it's a it's a it's a Los Angeles Lakers cheerleader who uses it to stay fit, but you just show these transfer that were no, no, her husband, it's a LA Lakers cheerleader. Her husband died, and she uses CrossFit for community support, right? And you you just tell one of these stories every single week. And what you're doing now is you're giving all the affiliates the only real thing they want from HQ. They don't want you to fuck up the brand by like having the CEO say he's mentally ill. <laughs> they don't they don't and and then they want content right that's it i yeah, mean the, and, and and then publish it in the journal it comes out every week and we're all excited and happy and then have some videos with like like lisa ray teaching someone the squat i don't even know if she still works across it but if she does have her do it she's great or or michelle moots or someone yeah no i i i like that yeah totally Thank agree you. it's like how to get them to do it and it's so easy I would if they hired me back for fifty grand a year, I'd run that for them. I'd run I'm, that for them. I don't know what we're waiting for. I'd run that for them. Yeah. It's so easy. I mean, I told Greg this. I told um, uh, when Dave was CEO, Dave started letting me fire it up, but he's only CEO for like two months, and I got like six projects in the in the in the making. And the dude, and but we take that. That's that's the key to take over. Show kids in the what, what's that the falafels? What are the kids living in Brazil? Flavelas, you show kids in Brazil doing it. You show kids in Ethiopia doing it. You show special ops doing it. You show the Taliban doing it. You show Russian <laughs> troops invading Ukraine doing it. You just show their stories. Like, do you show all the stories? You show my mom doing it. Taliban can't even use ellipticals correctly. What makes you think they can do CrossFit? Uh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Look at, look at. Caleb's never just put himself on the show. You talk about the Taliban and the Air Force guy just flies in. He was <laughs> triggered. <laughs> He's triggered. Fucking yeah, triggered. <laughs> Caleb got triggered. Terrorism is not a joke, guys. So, yes, everything else. So, I agree. They got to bring the journal back. How are they going to do it? What's it going to look like? I don't know. Will they Great. do it? They don't even know what they have yet. They, they got to just give it. them another five years to figure out what they have. They're not going to do it. They're going to sell shoes. So they're going to turn it into commodities. CrossFit jump ropes, CrossFit t-shirt, CrossFit shoes, CrossFit sunglasses, CrossFit sunscreen, CrossFit backpacks. CrossFit Greg told us that it would basically Greg told us at one point it would never. Wow. <laughs> Caller, do you mind if I, I let you go? I want to get this call from New Zealand. Absolutely. Thanks. Yvonne. Yeah. Thank you. Like, you're so polite with the callers. Thank you. Hello. How are you? What time is it? Uh, hey, how you going? It is. 3.20 p.m. at the moment. Okay. On, on what day? Uh, Monday, 21st of February. Hey, you going? Good. Hey, could there be a 21st of February? Yeah. Could there be a, a wave so big that it just takes out your whole country? 
Uh, uh, probably, probably. What's the highest point on hey, New Zealand? What's the highest point? Like, if there was a tsunami, how? Where? Where could you? What's the highest point? Hey, we got Mount Cook, which is let's have a look. Twelve thousand feet. Okay, three, you're good. Three thousand seven hundred twenty-four. Right. Yeah, right. we're good. All we're right. good. Yeah. Good. Um, good to be on the show. Just want to say, love this show. Love everything you're doing. It's awesome. Um, keep it up. Thank you. But Thank I you. wanted to drop this. May this may be news. This may not. I'm trying to keep up a little bit okay. episodes. But they're talking to some um, Australian athletes, and um, they mentioned to me that they are not allowed. Like last year, they they were allowed to for the semi final stage. They're allowed to go to like Kia didn't have to come back for the Torian Pro. Yes. But um, now the rumor is that they sounds like CrossFit has told them this year they have to travel back to Australia. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah. Um, boy. Here, here's the reason why I don't uh, – I, I would need to know more. This is a really just off the cusp. I don't think anyone should have to travel anywhere yeah. outside of the United States because to come here you have to be vaccinated if you're a foreigner. So if you are – basically what CrossFit is doing is they're forcing any athletes who want to compete to get vaccinated. Now you could say, well, that's not their fault. That's the, that's the country's fault. Let's not even say vaccinated. To take yeah. a drug injection of an untested fucking drug that's new on the market, blah, 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 blah. You, you know my shtick. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so so why should they have to do that to compete? Well, those are the rules. Nothing's fair. Fuck off. Stay in your own country if you don't like it. But what if you're here already? What if T has been here the whole time and mm. she doesn't want to get the injection? What if her coaching team doesn't want to get the injection and they're making her go home and then come back here? I don't know. I think it's bullshit. If if I I, I think mm. it's um, I think it's completely insane. I I I like uh, I, I'm a huge fan of what Djokovic uh, Djokovic. Is that his name? Djokovic? Novak Djokovic, the tennis player. I'm a huge, like, good job. Good job. Yeah, it was a a big spanner in the works, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Fuck that guy. Is it Ralph Nader? Ralph Nadal? And and, and, and is that who ended up going there and winning? Uh, I don't know. Well, whoever went there and ended up winning the Australian Open, he's a bitch. (laughs) And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, that is not standing. He's a bitch. He really is. You you got to stand by your guy. You got to stand. You guys, people have to stand together. People have, yeah. to, people have to stand. Yeah. Together. Um, another another question. What do you think about it? What do you think about it? What do you think about it? Oh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty crazy that for some of these athletes who have moved to America, uh, kind of Canada, that kind of area, they're training all year round, and then what they have to fly back across the world um, to compete. It, I don't know. It's a massive expense. Like when when there was rumours that Tia had to do it last year, it was like, well, she was kind of explaining, especially about oh yeah, I about quarantine as well. But like, um, it's a it's a massive ask. But um, and everyone said, oh, she can click her fingers and sponsors would pay for it. But there's a, yeah, there's a lot of lot of logistics going on. The quarantine's in insane Australia, too. The, the quarantine's insane yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. You fly into one town, you're quarantined for two yeah. weeks. Then you got to drive to your town, you're quarantined for two weeks. Yeah, someone yeah. should be. Yeah. Um, no, well, there was a big up. Well, there was a bit of an up last year because and I'm in New Zealand, so the New Zealand athlete that was wondering how what was going to work to get over to Australia to be able to compete at Torian Pro. Um, but it managed to work. Like it worked out great. We all got there and it all, all went fine. Um, I shoot uh, CrossFit media stuff with uh, my mate Callum, and we're called the Crispy Dudes. Um, 
uh, we were thinking about being called the Marjorie Men, but we thought that was pretty lame. But um, and we travelled to Torian and we've um, we've shot behind the scenes at New Zealand Nationals. We shot a bit of behind the scenes at Torian, which is so much fun. But definitely inspired by uh, you. At first, I thought, well, who, who can you swear on the show? I don't know. Yes, you may. You may. O- yeah, only I, you though. I just no thought, who else. the fuck? I thought, I just thought, who the fuck is this guy asking questions? This is back when I found CrossFit and I was watching the early videos. And it was you, and I thought, who is this guy? And and obviously, I grew to love what you're doing. I kind of realized that you're you're probing deeper than the than the superficial, and you were like, I don't know, just throwing a spanner out there for these athletes. So um, when we went over to Australia, uh, we were allowed access back, backstage, and I was like, how the like, what do we ask these athletes? Um, but I don't. Obviously, we didn't want to like just try and be you. But it's like. Yeah, so what what goes through your mind when you are backstage and you're talking to these athletes or in the little pen before a workout? Like, um, is there something that's off limits? Or are you like, hey, I'm just going to push the buttons and hit record and, and see what comes out? Or, or what's your mindset there? I'd love to know. Because I got roasted by Cara Saunders. Whew. You got roasted by Cara Saunders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got me good, yeah. yeah but tell me, tell I can me. give you the full story if you want, but... Okay. Um, Can you make it quick? Hey, I want to show where, where, Car. I want to before you talk about Car Saunders. I want to show her oh, really God. quick, just really quick. Um, yeah. Do you see that those two clips? Uh, thank you, Caleb. He gave me. He gave me the. Uh, I I I would like to know what Brian Friend thinks about this. This fucking chick is out of fucking control. This let's ogle Car Saunders' body for a second. Are you kidding me? And here she's like yelling at someone, looking at her traps. I'm telling you, like she's this, oh, yeah. she's uh, someone's in trouble this year. I, yeah. I want to move her back up in the rankings. Click this other, click this other one where she's pulling a boat with her kid in it. She looks fit. Feel free to ogle this shit out of her body, everyone who's watching this. If you don't like good bodies, look away. If you're offended by the female form, holy shit! Yeah. That's mama power. Look at her. Look at that jaw. She's fucking there to eat. Oh, don't scroll. Don't be crass, Caleb, and scroll down to her vagina and just her titties and cut okay. off her head. That's not cool at all. Come on, man. What are you, some sort of scumbag? Uh, I mean, look at this body. Holy shit. It's nuts. Yeah, she's she. Uh, that looks like she's in it to win it. Yeah, she looks good. She's real fit. I'm a little concerned that she doesn't have her thumb wrapped around that uh, the front of the boat and that in like a little more of a hook grip. She don't need uh, a hook but, grip in that boat. I guess she doesn't need it. You know, she's strong <laughs> enough to four finger pull that boat. Yeah. Look at even her boat's about to bite her ass. Look at the teeth on her boat. Even her boat's not fucking around. Okay, go ahead. Now you can badmouth her. What do you want to say about it? Uh, so we we were uh, the girls are about to go on the final heat um, in one of the events. Uh, I don't know in the middle of the day, and I was standing there in the little like lanes as they were about to. I don't know five minutes. They go out and they're waiting for the next the heat that was going. And I was just pointing the camera at people, maybe having a chat, trying to try and build some confidence up. I knew some of the athletes and I didn't know others. And I was talking to Ali Turner. And I've met her once or twice before at Australia, CrossFit Champs and whatnot. She was, she was great. Um, and I just said, oh, Ali, uh, how are you feeling? And then Cara, this is on our behind the scenes, by the way, if you want to check us out on YouTube, but Cara just kind of stopped me and was like, don't you ever ask an athlete that? And she kind of goes on to explain why, but man, it like really, like you don't, you don't want to mess with Cara. So um, she's pretty much just like, hey, look, she's, she's not going to give you a real answer eh? because she's not going to say that she's tired right now, right before she goes out in front of all, and for like the rest of the heat. So 
you're not going to get the true answer. Like, don't try and get it here. It's like trying that before a workout. So kind of piss off. Well, that's what I got from And man, it just rocked my confidence for the whole day. I was like, oh, I don't want to. I don't even know what to ask anymore. I was just like. I know that feeling. Okay. Uh, for those of you who don't speak New Zealand, I have to really concentrate to fucking understand this. Um, this gentleman said that he was uh, like at, at some sort of starting line. Or, no, don't be sorry. It's a beautiful accent. The corral. Started. Uh, the, uh, he was at the corral and Ellie Turner was there who uh, we tried to interview. And uh, Ellie Turner and Car Saunders was there. And this gentleman was doing a behind the scenes and he asked Ellie Turner, so how are you feeling? Or something generic like that to break break the ice. And Cara Saunders put a whooping on him, and he had his confidence broken. I want to tell you, every – oh, man, I don't think I've ever told a story. There was, there was one year I was doing the behind the scenes. I was so scared to talk to the girls. I had my wife do it. I gave my wife <laughs> fucking camera. I'm not even shitting you. Like the women uh, are so fucking weird. They are st- – I don't even I don't even get them. They're so weird. Not all of them. You know, there's Sarah Sigmund's daughter – there's um who's the girl from England we had on the show she's uh, um Sam Briggs um you, you know there's uh, yeah. Daniel Brandon there's girls that like there's a uh, Katrin David's daughter god that hurts my soul to say that they're great they are so fucking good with and with the camera they're so real they'll give it to you um but but man it's hard i i'm that i don't it's like when i start these podcasts i'm so fucking insecure for the first like 10 seconds and if some, if like some guests were to just to blast me in that first ten seconds, like Car blasted you, I'd fucking, I'd probably just hit the button, hang the button, and run, <laughs> run inside, yeah. and h- h- yeah. hide, hide behind the toilet. Like, I get it. I mean, I'm fully with you. It's yeah. fucked up. People have no idea. That's why you look at but what amazing, like, cars do, and you're like, holy shit! Not only are they out there, they're acting like yeah. Herman. How the fuck do they do that? But kind of ignorance yeah. is kind of bliss too. I. Mm. I think when I'm asking questions, I think, okay, a question pops up and I'm like, I don't want to ask that. And then I usually will start circling it like a shark. Like I'll feel myself circling the question and maybe I'll ask like two or three loaded questions to get to that question. Um, But, but what comes to my mind is, is like, you know, there's a guy and he's rubbing fucking uh, Brooke Wells, glutes and I'm in the back room and it's like, dude, do you have a wife? Do you have a girlfriend? I mean, I just got to ask him like right there. And, and then, and then the whole thing is, is like to get her, her Brooks reaction, his, um, his reaction and my reaction, but I do not want to ask that, but, but it has to be said. Yeah. It's a straight, it's a dude rubbing some other chicks, like the best ass on planet earth. And it's like, what, <laughs> what, like you got to want, you got to wonder. And, and some girls don't like dudes rubbing, uh, another girl. Some chicks don't like their dudes rubbing another girl's ass, especially when it's the greatest ass on the planet. And so it's makes for, you got to ask it. If you don't, you fucked up. You owe it yeah. to all of us to find out. And, and, and that dude was yeah. cool as shit. And you know what? Brooke Wells was even fucking cooler. I remember that scene. Because, yeah. because if you're not cool like that, you're a fake fuck. <clears throat> This guy, yeah, this amazing, guy like, made fucking Facebook to get pussy. And you're all on Facebook and your grandma's on Facebook. You're all a bunch of scumbags. Yeah. We know it already. We know Zucker made it to get pussy. We saw the movie. We read the book. Now you're all on it trying to get pussy. Like, all right. <laughs> you feel me? See the connection I'm putting yeah, there? I mean, I'm being a little strong, but but you get it. It's like. Yeah, cool. All right. No, it's just crazy how some athletes are so different, like Khan and uh, Roycey. 
Royce Dunlap is so chatty backstage, whereas maybe even like James Newbury can be quite he like he was sitting there just doing some brief work and stuff before. So it's yeah, it's just really interesting how different athletes kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, preparations. Yeah, someone like Josh Bridges or Rich Froning will you and and probably Catchin was the same, but I don't know specifically. Um, but definitely Bridges and and Rich know how to and Noah know how to use the camera people by that, and, and we want to be used. Do you know what I mean? They know how to talk to us to make yeah. themselves calm down. They know how to calm us down. They use us to um yeah. to 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 help their situation. They're not, you know what I mean? Kalipa finally, after a year or two, figured it out. It's basically like, hey, they're nervous. They'll talk to us and calm their nerves, or they'll get some. They'll get some time, or they just know how to use the media. And I don't mean just in the sense of yeah, like, yeah. get their name out there, Instagram followers. I mean as actually use them to facilitate a better performance. Mm-hmm. They know they're going to have to deal with yeah. us. That we're there. I mean, Noah is a master at it. So is Josh and Rich. I mean, like I could be looking at Rich from across the room and be like, okay, come over. You know what I mean? thank you like like fuck like all my prayers have been answered today and if you get a couple of those back to back like after car steps on your dick but if rich calls you over and josh tells you he likes you or makes fun of you or even better makes fun of you then you kind of build up your sack again and you can go over and talk to cara and then you have to uh, you have to be like dude that was harsh you broke my confidence and you you know what i mean you kind of got to like just face that demon too and and start with that throw Mm -hmm. throw it back on her True. But but you also don't want to fuck. You um, never want to fuck them up. You never want to influence their performance, at least in the negative. Yeah. Never, yeah. never, never, never. I would never ask them to pose or do some shit that like I. I was pretty respectful. <laughs> oh good. Well, if we um if I hit it back over to Tori in this year, um, yeah, we'd love to do something. If if you need some media coverage over there. Um, I don't know if you're going to be sending people over to Australia, but we'd love to hook up and do some interviews for you or something. If, uh, We're we'll so ghetto. Up. We won't be sending anyone anywhere, but we could probably use you there if you give an iPhone. Yep. Yeah. Would you send me an email? Savamatosian at Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. You demand. All, All right. Soon. Thanks, dude. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, brother. Bye. See you. Bye. I don't think I asked Lucas Parker if he's ever tried meth. That seems a little out there. That's, <laughs> that's that doesn't seem like something you'd say at all. Hey, how about this guy's name is Dick Butter? He's a reg. Yeah, there was, there was, there was. There hey, was. no, we have a, a there was type. supposed to, or or there was, or there wasn't. Who knows? Yeah, hang tight, guys. Hang tight. Hang Big tight. news Good. is I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a background. Hang tight. <laughs> hang tight. Hang tight. Don't get me in trouble. Hang tight. Hey, we have a website we could direct people to to uh, contact us now. You don't have to give out your email address. Oh, what do we have? We got a website. They go to oh. the oh. sevonpodcast.com. They oh. go to the contact form and they could drop us uh, whatever they like. You want to come on the show? Think you're good enough? Got enough followers? Drop it in there. You got a comment? You want to help out with something? Drop it in there and we'll uh, help you guys out. Want to give be a sponsor? Drop it in there. Hey, um, if you want to be a sponsor, actually use my email address. Um, no, <laughs> um, my mom was ripping on this photo. Really? Yeah. My mom said the, 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 uh, but you know, when I, I think I was sending you guys photos for something else and I thought that was a funny photo and then ended up on the site. Um, can you scroll around on the site? I haven't actually been to the site yet. You know that? Oh gosh. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Excuse me. You don't like that photo? I mean, my lips. I mean, what what expression is that? 
You know what we'll do is when your hair and beard gets super long in a little bit, we'll have it to where when you scroll the mouse over it, it changes. And we'll just set that up the same way. <laughs> same shirt, same strap. <laughs> but it'll just switch from that to enlightened. Enlightenment. Look at oh, this. this is cool. Wait, where is this, Caleb? This. It's under our blog. Wow. Also, if you have a cool article you would like to submit, please use the contact form and we will take your intellectual Holy property and use it as their own. Wait a second. Who does that? Caleb, who does that? The, the website. GLM does. They transcribe uh, just popular. Like they, I think they did their, our most popular podcast so far. Uh, and then they, it just gets pasted in here. So you see comments from Sousa, stuff that you say. And then whenever we have guests on, um, it'll show like whatever they say, basically. It's like a whole, it's like literally an hour and a half long contract. Uh, oh my goodness. It's a script. It's a movie. It's a, we got our screenplay out now. I think we just need to tell them like who's the, who these guests are, I guess. I think it's just automated. Like it doesn't like know who the person is. It just like picks up. Or yeah, I wonder if speaker was somebody calling. Did we have any people call in on that show? Um, I can't remember. Oh yeah, that was a live calling show. So yeah, yeah, maybe that's right then. Let let me see that photo again. The 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 one on the. I don't know. Someone said, said there's someone in here said that photo is in Africa. I I'd have to see the background. I I don't. I don't think I would wear those glasses to Africa. <laughs> I think I'm so funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. What, 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 um, uh, Darren wants to know if the rumors are true that I'm moving to the morning chalk up there. Maybe that is, that was going to be the big news this week. Um, but it'll hang up on pay. <laughs> Hector Trinta HQ will have something listen, Savon and take notes, but to cancel Savon, like the ones who did it to Rogan. God, I hope someone cancels me again. That shit is a boon for your career. Um, so I had Hans Kim on, and people were saying he what he is legitimately autistic. Do do we, Caleb? Is there any way to search that? Like, I looked you, it up earlier, actually. Uh, and you, is he? When you mentioned it, um, I don't. I didn't see anything. There was a Reddit article about it, uh, but I don't think it was. I don't think he's autistic. Well, okay, he might have like Aspergers. Basically. Did he make a joke on the show? Did you guys listen to it? I'm thinking maybe at one point he made a joke where people say I'm autistic or that it's because I'm autistic. And I think I just let that go over my head. Like I would say, you know, because I'm a midget, like you just like a. I don't recall him saying that, but I had, I did look it up and I saw he had like a bit where people, or he mentioned something about how people said he's autistic. So that might be like a bit that he has too. Okay. We'll have to read the transcript when it comes out. I wish I could look. I wish I could see the screen when I do that. Well, it's covered up by it's the your chair is the same color as your nose. I can't oh even shit! I'm gonna hurt myself. Last time I pretended to give this mic a blowjob, I told myself I'd never do anything like that again. I hurt my fucking jaw. Yeah, don't don't let it cramp. God, we don't need a neck tweak online here. You know that's happened in real time before. Guys, I want to explain. Yeah, I got a clip of it. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, you suck. You suck, Caleb. 
Hey, so what what happens on our real Sevon podcast thing? I saw Sarah Sigmund's dot when when Will publishes, he there, there's a button in Instagram where you can say offer to collab with someone. Yes. Yep. And where do people get that request? Have I ever got that request? Mm, I just don't see it. Like, has anyone ever requested to like this? Does Paper Street Coffee ever post something and then they're like, "We want to collab with Savon," and then I miss it and I don't click it? Where does that pop up? I don't think you would be able to because you're like your main account. Yeah, I you can't do anything to that. I can't mention you. I can't put you in comments. Okay, not me. Let's say someone else. Well, it would probably just show up in their notifications, like just as yeah. if somebody had tagged you in a picture or something. Oh, oh, really? It's in there. It's in the heart. So you got to hit that heart. Like I never do. Oh, there any- you go. I- we'll just set it in your messages. Oh, okay. So I would see it. That's the only place I check is my messages. The there heart's a mess. Who has time for the heart? Unless I post something and I want to see if if like people think it's funny. Oh, see, Will also said here the comment. He said he looks autistic, so he plays it as a joke. Not mm. that he was. What? Oh, and Will was was Will on that show? Will can't be on yeah. that show. Will was yeah, on Will, that show. Will was on yeah. that show. That good Christian young man like that can't be on a show with a Hans. Holy shit! <laughs> with a loose cannon like Hans. Some people are like that's the most boring show ever. Some people are like that's the most brilliant show ever. It's really interesting. Um, I wanted to explain something to you guys, talk to you guys about something. So I was sitting in my, uh, one of my kids' class the other day, and – oh, that's nice. Did you just make that? Yeah. Paper Street, thank you. Paper Street Coffee. If you can't get a job at Paper Street Coffee, then you should go to barbelljobs.com and look for a job. Um, so I'm sitting in my kids' jiu-jitsu class, and there are two parents talking, and one of them is a doctor who, um, who I respect, and – who's been extremely helpful and polite and kind to my family. And she's talking to one of the other parents over there and they're discussing uh, gender and the, they're, they're talking about gender and they're talking about it as if, as if it's real and I'm, and I'm eavesdropping. So I'm not hearing all the details, but they're talking about it. Like it's real. Like, uh, like this wristband is real. You guys see this? Oh, darn it. Not Victos. When am I going to get the CEO wristbands? (laughs) Oh, Damn. Uh, they're talking about gender if it's real, like it's like this wristband. Um, okay. I, and, I'm, and I'm just tripping on it. And they're talking about how to t- how to like help a child pick their gender. And and they're just t- and they're talking about it over and over and over. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm I'm like trying to be. I'm like, I wonder what my gender is. I wonder what my gender is. And then I'll be quiet and see if like I get an answer. And I'm like, shit, you don't know what gender you are. And they just keep doing that. And and I hear it all the time these days. I hear it at least once a day where people conflate gender with sex. And it's really important that you guys don't do that because it dumbs down everyone. And when you when you when you when you when you use those words wrong, what happens is, is you confuse what's in your head with reality. So we've all agreed that red means stop, and so we stop, but we know it doesn't really mean stop. It's an agreed upon element of of our society so we don't get in car accidents the same with money we know money has no value but we've agreed upon that it has a value so one of the ladies gets up and leaves and i and i say to the other lady i said you know gender is not real right yeah gen yeah exactly that is my gender you that is shit thank you that is my gender ceo and uh 
See, I, I yep. say, you know, you know, gender's not real. And, and the parent says to me, well, I'm, I, I've heard you say that before in your podcast, but, but I don't get it. And I, and I, I want to explain it to you guys in two ways. And I'm sure this is, this isn't, this isn't the last time I'm going to explain it. Um, but if someone asks you what your sex is, you can always look in your pants. You just, un, you, you, or if you're, if you're not wearing pants, you just look down at your crotch. And if you have a penis, you, you the, the word to signify that, gen, that sex is man. And if you have a vagina, the way to signify that sex is woman. And if you have both, it's, I think they're called hermaphrodite, like Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Which, which Jamie she, Lee she Curtis has both. Yeah. Though it's on the outside, no, like really? this wristband. Sex is, I think so, yeah. She's hot, oh, right? Shit. She's a hot hermaphrodite. You didn't know you were you would bang a hermaphrodite. But, you know, we all would. Um, this <laughs> this wristband right here um uh is, is on the outside too, like my penis and like your vagina. They're they're on the outside, and that's how we know that and then we use the word wristband to signify it. Hermaphrodite, a person or animal having both male and female organs or other sexual characteristics either abnormally or as natural condition. Oh. Okay. Oh, I see what you mean. So it would be abnormal for a human, but a, thank you, Caleb. But a leech and an earthworm has both, and it's not um, abnormal. It's. I think it could also be compared to like seahorses. Like the males carry the eggs, but they impregnate. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, 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 no. Different. Seahorse is different. Seahorses, those dudes are just like me. They're bitches. They, they raise the kids themselves. I mean, I mean, they're real men. Um. So. So when you tell someone, you would never say to your kids, hey, you have to choose. Is it the Easter bunny or is it Santa Claus that brings you your presents? Do you guys see what I'm saying? You're making up two fake, fake creatures, two fake things, and you're having them choose one that brings them the presents. Neither of those things really bring your kids the presents. It's either the UPS driver, the FedEx driver, or the Amazon driver. There is no Santa Claus. And there is no Easter Bunny. We pretend like there is, but we really know there's not because we can look out the window after we would look down and see our penis and we know we're a man. We look out the window and we see the Amazon driver drop the package off. We know it's not Santa. These people want to believe in Santa and the Easter Bunny. Now, here's the problem. That's why I said when you tell a kid. Sevon's gender vest. That is, this is my gender vest. When you tell a kid, hey, when you start explaining to a kid what gender is, you're you're asking them to believe in the boogeyman. You're 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 asking them to believe in Santa or the bunny. They're not they're not ready. Most adults can't even figure out what I'm saying. They're not ready to realize it's not real. It's made up. If afterwards you're 18 or 25 or whatever, and you want to pick a gender for yourself, go for it. But it's not real. Like people like me would just complicate my life. I have no gender. I just have, I'm just like wise, wise people. I'm sorry to say this. Um, wise people don't have genders. Only weak, insecure people trapped in their head have genders. I'm not even saying that to be mean. It is the truth. There is there is no reality to it. It is the Santa Claus. It's if you and, and and when you trick someone, once you trick someone to start believing things in their head and they start conflating reality, this wristband with their imagination, you're, 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 you, you'll never be able to empathize with another human being. You'll constantly be offended 
You'll be, you'll be defending something that's not real. It's so much work. It's such a waste of energy. It's like the war on terrorism. (laughs) (laughs) I, I see what you did here. The obsession of gender is harmful. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's just hard. Yeah, I agree. You got you got me. And the thing is, is it's just it's just everywhere. I'm just protecting my kids from it now. No, uh, Logan Mars meant to say, Sevon, I am so fucking hot. Not I'm. I know I make you hot. Not lost. Uh, Please rewrite that. Thank you. All right. Gender is Santa Claus. That's that's in my notes. Sex is is the FedEx guy. Like you you can see him. Right. It's real. The NSCA case is sealed. There's a real verdict. We can't see it. <laughs> Why is that? And it does. Uh, yeah, Speculation. Great, great, great. Speculation on Why it. Why do you think it is? Why do you have an idea? I have no, I, I mean, you can speculate the craziest things. Why would they seal that case? Why wouldn't they want all the affiliates to know? Greg Glassman, for years and years and years, was suing the NSCA for making up false injury Maybe claims. Maybe that's the wrong question. Maybe we should ask that question of who does, with the case being sealed, who benefits from that? You don't think that that's even more presumptuous? I mean, somebody or, or, benefits from it, right? Right, right, So right, who, right. who benefits from it? I think if you start with that, right, like if, going back to your gender thing, who who benefits from misinterpreting things so it causes some sort of confusion and then we base policies around it, right? Like who benefits from that? Hmm. Uh, um, children should not be boxed in, in, in my gender. They should definitely not be boxed in your gender, but yeah, they should not be boxed in it. That's the thing. Yeah. Let them free. Let them let, like, let them roll. No one cares. No, my my people called me a girl forever. I did I did not care. And then when you care, like you get over it. Like people think my boys are girls. So they're smashing their daughters. Um yeah, I well, who would benefit? Um so does CrossFit? So we could just start by going off the some You of mean the like stuff, you know? like so an example would be CrossFit benefits because like they want a hundred million dollars and they don't want anyone to like the same way, like if I was rich as fuck from this podcast, I'd want to hide it from you and Caleb so you guys didn't feel bad. Like I'd never show you my Ferrari on my social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are working for free and shit. So you I mean like I that? Mean, like hide it like that? Well, why would CrossFit want the amount that they got disclosed? Like, why wouldn't they just share that and say, like, hey, guys, we didn't want to put more efforts toward this legal battle. We're going to go ahead and close this case. And we settled for $100 million. Like, why Why would... So I mean, the only thing different. I can think of is because the affiliates would want some of the money. Okay, so that's one thing. How, how many affiliates do you even really think understand what was going on with that case? Because like when I posted that little clip about it, there was a lot of people that like DM'd me that were like, holy shit, I didn't realize. And that was a clip that was taken prior to the legal battle. So that was Greg like discussing when he was figuring out the information of why it mattered to us as trainers and affiliate owners. And then shortly after that, I do believe they got into the legal battle. So that was even prior to that. So you know, I don't know. That's just why we start is like who benefits from the case being sealed, who would benefit from us not being told, like, we really think we're going to demand money from the legal case. Like, how would you do that? Right? Like, there's no, I think affiliates would be a little uncomfortable if they, huh? 
This is, I think the Phillies would be a little uncomfortable if CrossFit didn't got $100 million for it. I think they'd also wonder, well, the smart ones would wonder why they settled for, if they settled for $2 million too, right? I mean, there wasn't, there right. was some, there was a big fucking offer on the table. Well, $4 million just covered the legal fees that they do, that they owed. So. Oh yeah. The 4 million wouldn't have even covered the legal fees. Right. Would not have, not even close. The, the forensics that they did on the NSCA hard drives were in the millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And there was some I, bad stuff I, in there. I remember. I really Drake's hope talking. I can talk to this guy, Marshall Brennan, Brenner, Marshall Brennan. He used to be a friend of mine. I don't talk to him anymore because I don't want him. I, like I, I really like him, but he. I think he's the general. What's that called? General counsel, GC. Uh, yeah, he's a head legal in charge, basically. Yeah, there's a term for it for executives. General counsel. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Anyway. He fucking knows the inside of that case inside and out. Russ Green knows this a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, that guy. So, probably the most, the biggest class act in the entire history of him and Bruce Edwards was just such class act. Just class, like dudes that would like take my mom to like, to uh, a Philharmonic. You know what I mean? Like to the Oakland Philharmonic, like those kind of guys. Like Marshall, I think Marshall and I were the only dudes who stood up like when women walked in the room or men, we would, we would stand up. Um wasn't one of the um, he knows that guy knows everything about the case and it's sealed. i hope yeah. he gets fired so i can call him and ask him i stay away from him because i don't want to compromise his job i don't want any of my diarrhea getting on his on his shiny white suit i mean he is a class act i think uh one thing and correct me if i'm wrong so on i remember greg speaking at a mdl1 and he was they were talking about the um the case after i think they had I think at that point they were getting close, like they had like wanted in court or something. They were going to announce it. But either way, when they had said that there was over 200,000 emails that were being exchanged with all of them talking about CrossFit and actually in one of the emails was wishing that there would have been a mass shooting at our CrossFit games to slow down the progress of the games. Now, I can't remember if, um, if that was just something that whatever I thought about from that, but I think there was even an email from some of those people going back and forth stating that as well too. I'm gonna ask, but I don't. I don't remember that. The the but the but speculation. But the stuff they did. The judge said, "Who is yeah. 30 years sitting on the bench, specifically in these kind of cases? They're not called defamation cases. They're called a perjury cases. I forget what the what the word is. That's why we need someone like a Russell Berger, Russ Green, Marshall Greg on here, Dale Saran. Holy shit." Man, we, we, um, uh, oh, and there's another guy out of San Diego. What's his name? He was the outside counsel who led the charge on this case. He was friends with Jimmy Letchford. He was a Navy guy. God, what is his name? These were all good people too. They're all great people. They were fighting the good fight. Um, uh, the, the, this judge who was sitting on the on the on the case for thirty years said they had never seen a case like this with so much misconduct. They had never seen a case in thirty years. I mean, like we would subpoena like records. They would lie to us. They told us hard drives didn't exist. They erased their phones. They threw iPads away. I mean, it was just it was nonstop until finally, I think the judge said, "Hey, we're not going to have the jury decide whether these guys are guilty or innocent. I'm going to decide that ahead of time. There's a word for that, and uh, and the jury's just going to decide the um, the damages." And it never, it never got that far. Something happened. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was such a great thing. That was Greg's project. That was so good. Well, it was funny too. If I, if anybody read those things that I like linked on my, um, 
on my Instagram and like went back and re- read the original stuff and like how important that work was. And then of course, when you go over and see the stuff from morning chalk up, it was like, well, now they can finally get over that and get back to the important work. Oh, I know. It it's nuts. Like, oh man. It's nuts. <laughs> what Good point. Yes. About? The, that yes. was the important work, you know, <laughs> like now Coca-Cola and, and now Monster Energy Drink can put its thumb up your ass. Bend over. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, will you play this one way masking clip, Caleb? I'm feeling like an adult now. This is some adult shit. This is a good one. This one's bizarre. Here we go. Also, the science has changed. Oh. And we also know about what masking, the idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks, if you wear a high quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. One way masking. After years of the media weaponizing people into the mask police, telling everybody if everyone doesn't wear a mask, they're going to kill grandma. One way masking. But rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family. Oh, I don't think we should be looking at case counts at all at this point. Whoa. There actually is a harm that we should be discussing of children continuing to mask. Oh, really? There is. The CDC is increasingly making itself irrelevant. I can't bat after the mothers, I'm too real. I guess I'm glad she's starting to sound like me. But if you go to Democrat governor comment sections, the audience that listened to them for years are spiraling. I wonder why. Also, the science has changed. Oh. how 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 does that lady sleep at night have you seen her before some of the crazy shit she says man i I don't understand how people even work there i don't even understand how people work there wouldn't you like like if 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 i found out that it was true that um uh um eric rosa was um promoted to head of the chamber of commerce or whatever the fuck position is head of the what's that what's that position he got chairman of the board if i thought that that was really a promotion if i found out that was a promotion and he left on his own and that i reported that completely all wrong and that shawnee and tommy were right i would fucking like come out here and like i'd come out here and fucking drink myself until oblivion for you guys so you could watch me (laughs) And I'd apologize and beg for your forgiveness. I would box a Kleenex here and I would make a fucking mockery out of myself. I would have to start like when I smashed Austin Maliolo and then I realized he didn't work there, that he had sold the, the, the business six months earlier. For what I do, I first thing I came on here is apologized. I'm not saying I deserve uh, for my apology to be accepted, but I would apologize. How does that lady come on there and talk about one way masking and, and personal accountability and responsibility after two and a half years of our little kids being masked, not my kids, I ain't no bitch, but some of you motherfuckers out there. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like they have all these people at the Super Bowl just hanging out, no masks. And they're like, hey, but your kids on Monday, when they go back to school, make sure they're wearing their masks and make sure they got their plastic dividers up. So just in case. You know. Dude, I went to the beach today and there's a cafe there and it says you can't come, you can't order from the cafe unless you're vaxxed. And so then I see some people walk away and I'm like, you can't, and you have to have a mask on regardless if you're vaxxed or not. And you can't be in there at all if you're not vaxxed. So some people walking away, I'm like, Hey, did they require you to wear a mask when you went in there? And they're like, ah, they're pretty cool. So I stand, as I approach the the front of the restaurant, the, this little cafe, it's like a 15 by 15 foot 
like, you know, just opening and you walk in and, uh, the lady says to me, Hey, do you got a mask? And I said, no. And she said, well, can you just order from the door? I was like, Oh, that's cool as shit. Yeah. I'd love to just order from the door. Scream into the building. Yeah. So I, so I order from the door and then, and then she's like, and then I go, go to walk away and then she's like, well, are you going to pay? I go, yeah, I'd love to pay. So we come on in and pay. <laughs> I mean, so I hang out there. And, and everyone's a mat. And we're at the fucking beach, dude. We're at steamers, like one of the greatest waves in the world at the lighthouse. It's fucking going off. There's people everywhere. And like 50% of them are masked. It's absolutely bonkers. And uh, and I'm watching and people are going in there with their masks and pain and just doing all this shit. And it was like, I saw some kid go in there without a mask. He's wearing a CrossFit Santa Cruz sweatshirt. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But they were nice. They were nice people. I highly recommend that cafe. But it's just bizarre. I can't come in there and order, but I can come in there and pay. I mean, it, yeah. It's the same. Go ahead, go. It's the same as walking in there with a mask on and sitting down to eat your food. It's and like, then taking your mask off. Yeah, and then taking your mask off to eat. It's like that. I think there's no difference. You're gonna sit in there longer than you are gonna walk to your table. Do you, you know how you can spot a uh, child molester? I, I cracked the code. Someone who 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 sneezes into their mask. Like if you're wearing a mask and you don't take it off and you sneeze, you're a child molester. That's Trudeau logic. Trudeau logic. Canadian Canadian Trudeau logic. There's no truth to that, people. I'm just fucking around. I saw three people in the last. Every time though. I see, oh, dude, I see. Pe- I've seen three people in the last two days sneeze with their mask on. They don't even. Oh, poof! And I see their mask like come off their face, like like, like in the cartoons, like come off. And then like I saw a guy holding a baby and sneeze with his mask on, and he's just like his eyes are all watering and shit. I'm like. Mucus is just pouring out. I didn't see that, but it should be. I told one of my friends who's like a pretty hardcore mask wearer. I'm like, dude, I saw someone sneezing a mask, and they're like, that's disgusting. I'm like, well, at least you know. <laughs> I mean, more importantly than the, uh, I mean, the mask thing is obviously just a show of people's different degrees of critical thinking, especially at this point, two years in. But um, the 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 scary thing about me is that how. Like, how do they still go along with it? Like, how do they still convince themselves? And like, what are they actually using as like their reasoning for wearing it? Like, is it, oh, I just don't want to upset other people. Or is it truly like a fear-based thing? Or do they actually think they're doing some sort of good? And then where does that, like that type of thinking or the type of subconscious like action, like that's scary because. That is scary. Eroding liberty. And as everything. Did you hear else, Bill Gates, what he it. said the other, today or yesterday? Will you play oh, that Bill? Really? Oh, Bill Gates said it's like wearing fucking pants. Oh, we can. And I've seen politicians write that, too. Oh, you have to wear a shirt. And now it's a big deal. You have to wear a mask. I'm like, holy shit. These fucking people are nuts. And next you're going to have to take the cock. Oh, Sevon, you're going too far. No one would ever ask you to take the cock unwillingly. <laughs> well, especially after the, uh, you know, Omicron variant where everybody got it didn't matter of. I'll go ahead and play the clip. Oh, not this one. Sorry, sorry. Let um go to the reinstate mask one first. Let's play that one. This one's a little different. I don't think I have the right Bill Gates one. Go to the reinstate mask mandate. This is this is absolutely this touches on what Susan's saying. I I can't wrap my head around this at all. These are people asking 
for the reinstatement of a mask mandate. And I would be curious as to how many of them could actually have a unemotional, intelligent conversation as to why we would do that at all. Have you like, have you had somebody just like be completely wrong? And then every time you prove them wrong, they just continue to dig themselves a deeper hole. Yeah. Like, they just eventually refuse. attack. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that's where people are at by now. They've just like, they've been so tied into this for so long that somebody finally proves them wrong. And they're just like, no, no, I can't be, I couldn't have been wrong for these past two years. Like there's no way that I could have said, followed along with this bullshit for so long. And then somebody proves them, Hey, no, literally this is all fucking stupid as shit. And yeah, they just take themselves into their position even further. I think Victor hit it with his comment here. He said they've made mask wearing their identity. And oh. um, that's a powerful way to actually change habits, right? Like you're, you're not somebody who like wants to eat raw meat. You're somebody who identifies as the person that eats raw meat. So it starts to really integrate, integrate gender. Your personality well, or this dude, gender argument. This dude called me on it earlier, the difficult 10 light guy. He said, yeah, it's just as bad to um, be a, to program people with you know gender uh, imaginary shit without telling them it's imaginary as it is to be obsessed with it yeah you start to like i could become obsessed with gender and be the guy who's like identify with the guy who has to educate people on the difference between gender and sex yeah it's not good it's not yeah. good it's not it's not good to be a democrat and base your identity on hating republicans and it's not good to be a republican and base your identity on hating democrats and that's what kind of what it's become mm-hmm. and, and the, you're saying the mask thing is the same way it's like become part of their identity and I think a lot of times, too, I was talking to... That's bizarre, uh, man. I was that is to, fucking bizarre. I was talking to one of my friends, and he was saying, oh, yeah, you know, I was talking to my, my grandma, and she was getting all upset at the news and was saying, those damn Republicans and blah, blah, blah. And so anyhow, I said, hey, next time you go to make a point or she makes a point back to you, just say, okay, and then let her sit with a thought. Because so quickly we want to start to defend our position or go right to proving something. And one thing that I found that during the discussions is if I normally start when they say something, I say, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. And then you let it sit there for a minute. And then you actually start to slowly unwind your point where clearly you're disagreeing with what they've said. But if you said, I don't disagree, or you just say, okay, it actually gives them space in their head rather than to formulate their argument. It gives them space in their head to, to listen back to what they said. Right. And so sometimes, and then within that space, like only they could change their mind. That's why they say reading is so powerful, right? Because sometimes you could watch stuff or you could have another person do it. But if I read something and it's an opinion or I'm reading, you know, whatever, somebody, a discussion about something, it's me telling myself in my own head. So oh. therefore, I don't have to have a defense mechanism against that. I don't have to say, no, you're wrong or they're wrong because the it's just. It's just my internal thoughts, right? So you, you could do that in conversation by just allowing a little space before your rebuttal, but you have to kind of emotionally detach from it, which I know is hard sometimes. Sorry, I'm reading right now. Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and through him I will find God, and he is the only way. Oh, sorry, we're still on the air. Sorry, I was just doing some reading. I mean, brainwashing myself. Fascinating. I'm allowing you the space. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How about that lady who was fucking ripping on Jesus and God and she fucking passed out on stage and cracked her skull? The comedian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was saying that she got like five different shots back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, yep. and, and then and then talked some shit about Jesus and his dad and got fucking, what do, what do they call that in the Bible? Smited. Smited. 
Yeah, she fell down and cracked her head. And then she went on she went on Dr. Drew and Dr. Drew said it's still a good idea to take the vaccine. Wow. Brought to you by Pfizer. So there was a um I, I, I had a uh, did I have a cure I had a cure of the dawn on and we were talking about manifesting shit and about thinking about stuff and he was talking about how he either read a book I think he read a book on like oh he I think he read Snatch was that a book before it was a movie I think he read oh. Snatch and he got really really into it that's the movie with Brad Pitt where they like you can't understand half the movie right yeah anyway and he and he read that book and he got really interested in that whole scene with the the whole heroin and the Scottish scene or whatever those people are. Irish, whatever they are. And basically then like six months later, he's in that world. He's in the heroin world with fentanyl and people with crazy accents. And he's like, holy shit, I fucking manifest this. And then we talked about how he's done that throughout his life. Right. Mm -hmm. Then later on that day, I have Hans Kim on Hans Kim is the Asian comedian, Korean, North Korean, Oriental. Um, he's on, I said that to fuck with people. Um, he's, he's on and he opens for Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan, watching Joe Rogan all the way back to 2013 or whatever is what got him into comedy. So 2013, Joe Rogan was nobody, but he knew of Joe Rogan, and he watched him and loved him and admired him, and he got into comedy, and now he opens for Joe Rogan. He lives in the same city as Joe Rogan. He sees Joe Rogan on the regular. I'm like, holy shit, you manifested that. Well, in that show with Hans Kim, we talk about how he gets hand jobs. I guess he gets a lot of hand jobs. I don't know where he gets them from. I'm going to assume he pays someone to give him the hand job. Those of you who don't know what a hand job is, it's you can give one to yourself or someone can give you one. It's usually done to a man, but I guess you can give a woman a hand job, but it's not usually called a hand job. But it's where you stroke the penis until it ejaculates. I mean, ideally. Anyway, that's a hand job. It's a sexual act. Because you don't think that needed explanation? Anyway, no, ideally. <laughs> so, so one of the listeners calls me or texts me or emails me, I guess doesn't call me, emails me, texts me, DMs me, however they contact me, DMs me, a listener, random listener DMs me and says, hey, dude, you're never going to believe this. I haven't received a hand job in five years. And I listened to that show and the next and I listened to that show. And that night I got a hand job for the first time in like five years from his wife. And I was just like, holy shit. He, that man, that show manifested him a hand job. See that what I'm doing? Like it was just like this crazy, just a uh, synchronicity of manifestations. One guy manifested us uh, as Scottish heroin users. Another guy manifested, um, Joe Ro working for Joe Rogan and, and, and then another guy manifested oh, his first shit. hand job in five years. It is, it is weird. Don't, I know, I know you guys don't want to acknowledge it. You're like, someone's gone off the deep end. I have not. It is weird that he listened to a show and his wife gave him his, about hand jobs and his wife gave him his first hand job in, in five years, unless he took her hand and drove it over to his cock and was like, stroke it. I don't think that's what he did. I, I should have asked. <laughs> it's like, I heard this podcast talking about hand jobs. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what this has to do with Cara Saunders, but I mean, are we all manifesting our own realities right now? Yeah. You know, you have those people that are like the, um, the, like the, the, butt yeah gang. So like you try to tell them you're like, Oh, I'm going to do this and we're going to have the biggest podcast. It's like, yeah, but you know, have you thought about this or maybe this? And then they're the ones that always seem to have like the worst luck and nothing ever goes right. And I can't catch a break. You know, they just got really lucky. Yes. Right. And so yes. like, yes. you're like maybe, yes. or maybe you're just kind of 
putting that out into the uh, to the universe there. So that's becoming a reality. Yes. I mean, what doesn't exist in our world that hasn't first existed in our minds? Hey, when when he says that, Caleb, the yeah, butt gang, does like someone in your life immediately pop up? The what? In your he uh, Susan was describing a person who's a yeah, butt person. Like oh, it's a oh. person. It's a person where you're like, you yep. know, I think I'm going to enter the Air Force. And they're like, yeah, but. And yep. they're like, yeah, now that I'm in the Air Force. I, and, and you're just like, motherfucker. Yeah. You yeah. One of those? Oh, it's almost. <laughs> I don't think anybody I work with listens to this podcast, but it's basically <laughs> just about everybody that I work with. Oh, damn. <laughs> they're like, they're so um, just like stuck in like whatever their rhythm is. You know, they never want to step out of what's comfortable to them. And uh, like you'd say like, oh, well. What if I want to go do this other job somewhere else? They're like, well, yeah, but did you think about all of the repercussions that come along with that? And you're like, yes, I did. <laughs> I did think of all those. And that's why I just stop asking them their opinion on a yeah. lot of stuff. I just don't listen to that. I mean, all like my personal life stays my personal life now. I just there's no use in asking them any questions. It's, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> now you, you guys work with them, it. Caleb. You work with them. You should give them a second chance. Yeah. Gotta be nice. Hey, I don't have any of those fuckers in my life anymore. Good. Yeah. There's such Unless, a waste of time. Yeah, you, you just I got my them out. I got my sister and my mom and my wife, and they all fucking believe in me like a mofo. Yeah. And like like and they'll talk shit to me, but they just believe in me. Like my mom will be like, Congrats on the website. Your picture sucks. It should make me a shit sandwich. I'm I'm um I'm happy for you. Will did a good job. Or you know what I mean? Like Yeah. But they, um, they're also the people you go to to like if you want if you if there's negative feedback about something, you know, like it, you can trust some, you can trust them with all the positive things. But if you bring it up, something to be like, Hey man, no, actually this is not a good idea. They're like, a, they're, they're the people that are your sounding board. Right. Yeah. You, it, as much like it is. Yes. They do believe in you all the time, but like say, Hey, I wanted to go fucking jump off a cliff somewhere. And they're like, mm, risk reward here. Let's not do that. I don't no. think my mom was always like that. I think she had to like consciously change. I think really? that you have to do that as a parent. Yeah, because there became a point in my life where I just didn't want to hear my parents' shit anymore. And so, like, yeah. I, I know, like, when I planted the 100 fruit trees in my yard and my mom's, like, taking me, going to the nursery with me and, you know, buying some trees for me or helping me plant them or whatever, I, she just has to bite the inside of her cheeks. Like, like she says once, like, are you sure that's not too many? And then she has to, like, or else I'll just be, like, be done with her and, like, not want to play with her in the garden anymore. And then I think, like, you, right? I mean. Yeah. Or, yeah, or else also, you push those people out of your life. And my mom, and now my mom never does that shit to me. She figured me out. She cracked the code. I'm a baby. I mean, I was almost that maybe it's like a comfort thing. Like, oh, somebody, you just have people around you just say yes to you all the time. But no, they still say no to you. It, like, I want a new dog. I want a great Dane so bad. And my wife's like, no. Yeah, but right, there's, a, there's a difference between somebody just being like <clears throat> negative and then somebody that's like so one of the things we do in the coaches meeting we have a coaches meeting every week with the staff and even if we all will agree on maybe a new service we're going to provide or something like that we'll say okay why shouldn't we do this mm-hmm. and we all have to have discourse on why it shouldn't work even if we agree because number one we just want to make sure that we're just not all sitting there nodding our heads you know okay sure matt that's another great idea you had i want to understand it better what could go wrong so by being able to have people that'll not be the yeah, but crew, but we'll also just have the discussion plays devil advocate just helps you draw clarity sometimes on your idea. Like Savon, you and I do that all the time in in conversations about different stuff we'll do. And and sometimes I'll like agree or think it's a good idea, but I'll just start throwing other things out there. Oh, you you stop. Yeah. I would say you stop half my ideas. 
like <laughs> so, I was like, oh, we got to get on and talk. I want to fucking smash this Joe Rogan shit. My Matt's like, oh, let's give that a little bit of a break. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. But it's different things oh. like that that categorizes it a different way, right? It's just trying to allow you to you to more draw more clarity on your thoughts, not me being like, yeah, but you know, yeah, the good idea fairy can kill a lot of things, you know. Like- <laughs> Is it, that's that's a thing in the military is like the good idea fairy because they're like oh let's just do all this fucking crazy shit and you're like keep it simple stupid man there's not no need to go crazy yeah yeah dave used to say that at crossfit keep it simple stupid keep it not stupid but he would just say oh. dude you're complicating this he would say you're complicating this idea you're fucking it up I'd be, oh yeah nine times out of ten there's already been a plan in place like well before you even showed up so there's no reason to try to like create this wondrous idea because in all reality as soon as you get into it it's not going to be what you planned it out to be right so it really doesn't matter and sometimes those people are doing it just because they think that adds some sort of value so that's one of the things like when we get some new people in or to the gym they're like they would they want to come with all these great ideas and it's not because they're just trying to complicate stuff but it's mostly just because they're like oh i want to add some sort of value here and you have to be like hey hold on just slow down observe twice before you speak and it's almost more it's almost more beneficial to just sit back and just kind of like like you said observe everything from like a 10 foot radius basically and just see what everybody else is doing before you even say like oh let's maybe maybe add your two cents here and there but and that's why i hope too like one of the things with uh art helped me a lot like i've leaked this out in some of the other stuff but back in the day i used to be an uh, artist in the aerosol arts medium here in the Bay Area. Aerosol <laughs> arts medium. Fascinating. And, Did you uh, wear an N95? No, I wore a full-on respirator. Oh, that's dope. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> but that was maybe for security cam purposes. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, when you would be painting anything or drawing something, you you would sometimes people would focus in on these details, right? And it would always be like, no, you have to first start by pulling all the way out and blocking in all the main shadows. And then you could kind of pull in and do a detail. Then you got to pull out, relook at your drawing, pull back in. So it's a macro, micro view. And Gary Vaynerchuk um, coined it in business as like clouds and dirt, clouds and dirt. So we come up here and we kind of see this 30,000 foot view. And then we get back in, we start working in the trenches. And so that's what I try to just apply to everything, like even the mask thing. So the mask is a micro. So we focus on the mask, but then you have to take a moment, pull yourself all the way out to the 30,000 foot being. So many doctors cannot do that part. It's uh, we, uh, we used to call it at CrossFit scope and focus scope and focus. Perfect. And so many doc, and that's the problem. People are like, yeah, mask saves lives. So you're like, Oh great. Let's do masks to save lives. And then, and then without taking the 50,000 foot view and be like, at what cost? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Six times the CO2. Oh shit. 500 million masks in the ocean. Oh shit. Killing old people. Oh shit. They don't work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what is? Uh, will you look up this emergency act thing? My 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 wife a week before the Joe Rogan clip came out, I told my uh, one of the shows I said I will never say the n word, meaning like I will never say n word. Like if I'm gonna say nigger, I'm gonna say it. I'm not gonna say n word. It's fucking. It's loserville. It's cowardice. Do not bring up the subject unless you can say the word. Because when you say n word, you're asking people to be offended by the real word. And there's never a reason to ask anyone to be offended. Basically, then you are the curator and the origin of all racism and systemic racism. It doesn't mean you should say the word freely. But you should be mindful of how the mechanism of the mind works. Anyway, that being said, my wife said, please don't say that word. I said, why? She said, because someone's going to take all the times you've ever said that word and make them into a clip. And a week later, look what they did to Joe Rogan. But God, I wish someone would do that to me. Like, wait, I wish I was big enough for someone to do that to me. <laughs> Just cut me out of it. <laughs> yeah, right. You pussy. Uh, no, I don't blame you. Um, what is this emergency? Is this Canadian? Um, 
for all is for for national emergency for the purpose of this act the national emergency is an urgent critical situation of a temporary nature that a seriously endangers the lives and health or safety oh. of Canadians and is of such proportions or nature as to exceed the capacity or authority of a province to deal with it. I think this is just the definition of a national emergency. Sorry. Oh, okay. So basically I think what's going on here is just, uh, it sounds like Craig white was over at the con. Uh... Oh, here we go. Oh man. <sighs> Oh, Prohibition man, to some... travel, removal of personal property from any specified area. Damn. Requisition, use, or disposition of property. Authorization over direction to any person or any person of a class of persons to render essential services to a type of that person. Holy or any shit. person of a class of persons? Like all Asian people have to go to the internment camp? Like that or kind all, of shit? All truckers? This is crazy. Regulation of the distribution and availability of essential goods, services, and resources. Holy shit. Uh, by the way, just for, so let me give you an example with that is people, that's the government can just go into Costco and take all the food out. Right. Emergency payments. That's what they did in Cyprus. Look at F right there. That's what caused Bitcoin to explode. If you want to read an amazing book, read Ben Mesrick's uh, Accidental or Bitcoin billionaire, Bitcoin billionaire. And what happened was, is the country of Cyprus took money from anyone who had over a hundred thousand euros in their bank account there. And that was like one third of like the Russian mob or something. But there were a lot of other people that had more than a hundred thousand euros in their bank accounts there. And they fucking took it. It's a fascinating story. And that caused Bitcoin to explode because at that point they knew that governments from around the world could take money from anyone. That small country, mm -hmm. Cyprus, did that. The authorization and making of emergency payments. That means take money out of your bank account. Yep, or freeze it. By the way, I had money taken. I had $15,000 taken out of my bank account once by the U.S. government for not paying taxes, but I had paid them. And just, with no warning, it was gone. <laughs> they just garnished it out of your account. Yeah, I got it back, but it, but it took a long time. Wow. Yeah, it sucked. It was probably, it was probably like my life savings at the time. If that happens in uh, Canada, if this emergency act pass, passes in uh, Canada, that that's it. It's it's freaking. It's one hundred percent authoritarian. Wow, look at this. Friends of mine that gave money have lost sixty points on their credit score. It's real. Yeah, I know it's real. Yeah, I know. Pe people to this day, Craig, are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you really shadow banned. I didn't know that was real." <laughs> what? Hey, I. Oh my god. I, I probably have a video clip of it. I saw something today that was so sad. Here we go. Smokes, that thing is loud. Sorry, guys. Hey, what's hey up, guys? Dude? Craig, hey, Craig hey. calling in. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. Um, a lot of this stuff so... God. Tired, long weekend, guys. Are you in long Ottawa? Weekend. No, no, I'm in Vancouver. We've been protesting on the other side of the country. Good. We're on both sides, man. Like, We're all trying to protest, do our thing. Just, I, I'm an American. Um, the, when I hear protest, I just think of Black Lives Matter. You guys burnt the city down? You burnt Vancouver down to the ground? No, man. We had a block party, oh. bro. We're just all getting together. We're, it's just all, it's nice to see some like-minded people. But, I mean, if you guys haven't seen any of the uh, content coming out of Ottawa, 
We have. Um, it's just brutal. It's a friggin' war zone down there, and these people are—they're not—they're—they're they're innocent, man. They're peaceful people trying to trying to fight for their freedom. Yep. And 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 Friday, uh, Trudeau put or no, not Friday. So I think it was Monday last week. So it's seven days. We Monday tomorrow will be when the emergency act will actually be voted upon. But this weekend, I mean, if you guys have seen any of the uh, any of the any of the stuff coming down there, man, they brought in the military. Like they, they ran over somebody, some poor lady with a, with horses. And did she die? I saw it, a report that she died. She didn't die. She's alive. Um, she, she dislocated her shoulder. I saw that. That was um, crazy. She's just standing there and they just trampled her. It was nuts. That's crazy. And it's I'm all for police. Man, I mean, I'm all for police using fucking crazy force. Like if you're doing bad shit, like fuck you. But like I haven't seen anyone doing any bad shit. No, and I mean I understand, you know, they've been there a long time and probably longer than than anybody really in Ottawa wanted, but they're just trying to get a point across, man. I mean, we're losing freedoms and I'll tell you like since Friday, so Friday they opened up the can of Ottawa wolf ass and basically put through the emergency act without even having it voted upon. And and these guys, like I know people personally that have, like I said, lost Damn. points on their credit systems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at this. It's unbelievable. It is nuts. Those, those horses were completely pointless. They were useless. They did. They, they served no purpose. The police were pushing back the crowd. The crowd is not fighting back. They're just literally walking back. I can't believe I don't get is, it. Man. I can't believe this is Canada. I can't believe this is. Hey, is our government like speaking to your government at all? Do the presidents talk? Is anyone talking? Has anyone talked to? Tr oh, did you see Klaus Schwab's comment about Trudeau that came out? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, the recent one or the one about the how they've penetrated the the World Economic Forum has said that they've penetrated your cabinet and they named Trudeau by name. Mm -hmm. Yep, I've heard that. Yep. <laughs> I just can't even believe that that's like, I can't, I, I can't yeah, believe anyone in know, Canada man. thinks that that's okay. I mean, I mean, I guess I can't, we have our share of knuckleheads here and yeah, this thing, this is nuts. Listen to this. Yeah. Well, so they all have been young global leaders of the world economic forum, mm -hmm. but, um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation like, uh, prime minister Trudeau, um, president of, of Argentina and so on, so that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau, and I would know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet, are for our actually young global leaders of the world. That's true in Argentina as well. <laughs> They don't even hide it. Why? Why no. would they need to? They don't hey. even hide it. Hey, isn't he? Isn't that cause guy a Nazi sympathizer too? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea about that. But I thought him I mean, what's going George on here, guys? Like, like these poor truckers were they were they were taken out of their trucks, ripped out of their trucks. They smashed all the windows. All their shit's being repoed and sold off. Like they're not, they're literally selling these guys' trucks now, man. Like, they're selling them. Is that what you said? They're, they've taken them and are selling them? 
they've taken them and they're selling them. And the and the Ottawa uh, mayor came out this morning and said they'll have them gone by the end of the week. Who's the mayor? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Now. It's not, I've seen the, it's so not many... the Doug Ford guy, is it? Who's that? No, he he's the he would be the um, um, the premier of Ottawa. That's the guy who's okay. like he was. Oh, head, Ontario, was, sorry. Was he the head of Toronto? Was he Toronto's mayor, and he was all coked up and went to rehab and all that? That was his brother. Okay. That was his brother. So, anyways, I don't want to be. I don't want to put a somber mood on things, guys. And honestly, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for checking in. We'll see you too. We'll appreciate see you. the show. And what are you going to do though? What are you going to do? Are you going to pull all your money out of your bank account, or is any part of you like, okay, time to? We already been. We already have been. Yeah, we already have been. I mean, we have wow. to be prepared. It's 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 not going to get any better. They're already talking about a federal uh, vax pass. So if that comes into play behind the emergency act, we're in big trouble. Fifty first state, yeah. Canada. All right. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Yes. I also discovered in Argentina revealed the names of 12,000 Nazis who lived there from 1930. And many had Swiss bank accounts, Research should say. Interesting. I'm not going to get into it here because last thing I need is to be on Reddit again as a conspiracy theorist. But Oh, do you have one of those? Do you have a thread? Yeah, somebody sent me one. That was when I was telling you that I was the uh, I'm I'm, Reddit I'm, ever. The other guy. Don't ever go to Reddit. I didn't. I read a little bit and then just... It's dangerous over there. Less. It's kind of cool. It was a good moment. You know? Somebody's talking about me on Reddit. Not by name. By association. Oh, great. Oh, man. My notes are all fucked up. Oh, it's because I'm looking at the wrong ones. (laughs) Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. You know the thing, too, that... I think keeps us kind of locked in this is when people jump back and forth between like Republican or Democrat or like liberal or conservative. And they're like, we need Trump back and we need this. And I'm like, dude, no, like nothing is going to come from within that system that is going to change anything at all. Like if you think we're voting somebody Republican in this thing, like Trump in 2024 is going to change these outcomes or the system that we're already currently living in. It's just, that's not going to happen either. He well, might be less informed. Like there might be less forms of it, or he might be a little bit different than the other guy. But it's all still within the same system. Is this is, is this true, uh, Caleb? That the GoFundMe donations were re, were returned. Like, hey, um, but then what is the what is the solution? Uh, the Constitution's fantastic. Yeah, the, the I mean, system, the, the 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 way this country is set up is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not denying the free markets and the capitalism, but you just have to realize that from what, what the Constitution was and the liberties that were given in that to what we have now are, are dramatically different. And until you kind of break apart the system of government, corporation, and media, uh, it's going to be hard to really affect any actual change for the people. And I know we've discussed this before about like, you know, there's nothing wrong with billionaires. No, there's not. But then at some certain degree with, with the big four, meaning the tech companies, Amazon, Facebook, Apple, uh, Google, you have to realize that things have changed, meaning we have the internet now, there's different levels of communication all at different times. So the, so there needs to be upgrades in the way that the systems are run. And I just think that the, everybody's in too colluded with each other to really have anything break out from that. 
like bringing Trump in is just going to be maybe a lesser form of it. And he's taking a lot of money from pharma too, I think. They all have. I mean, how? like they all have. So it, it's going to have to change from a different way. I don't have the answers to it, but I just think if we got back to the Constitution and got back to focusing on liberties, things might change. And what people really understood about government and the role of government should be. Uh, well, we have that guy, Jay. Um, what was his last name? Nara. Yeah, he put it fantastic. Basically like, hey, uphold uphold the law so people could have personal property and we could have businesses and contracts with each other so nobody imposes like their force of will upon us just by coming over and saying, I'm taking your computer and going to boot you up, right? You know, it's kind of what's happening at CrossFit, right? Like the affiliates just want you to uphold the name and chill out. Yep. And instead they're trying to monetize it. And that's what, what we want from our government, but instead the government's like trying to rule our lives. And, and who are the mouthpiece? All the medias saying it's all right guys this is actually good for the community this was a plan that was accelerated and it's like but nobody could point of anything of value that has actually happened i wonder if any of those guys end up killing themselves what do you mean like the guys in the media like you just feel like such a piece of shit for what you've done that you just commit suicide i think they you've done so much damage I think they firmly believe that they're like doing it for good. You know what I mean? Oh um, man, they, th- they that's how they justify all their lying. I mean, and, that's how we justify like these flip flopping. Re- like that lady we just saw, just yeah, talking we, just now. Man, that's how we justify all these policies. Everything's always good for the with intent for the other person, right? Like you wear a mask not for yourself, but for your neighbor. You know, get your vaccine not for you, but for grandma. Like it's all based off of like this moral high ground that there's no that doesn't exist. Do you, hey, yeah, I don't know if I want to break into this topic. Yeah, uh, I didn't have any. You know, no, no, that not no. Your topic's good. I was gonna say a new topic. No, no, your topic's good. Your topic's good. I was I was gonna switch the topic. Your topic's good. I was looking at hand jobs. Hans Kim is autistic. I'm just erasing things that I've already been through. There's been something on that one that has been on there for like the first notes from a while back. I wish we uh, had it on a live doc so I could highlight it and you could see it. But this is the one about Brian. <laughs> Oh no! I did the Brian right. Brian Brian friend hasn't honked his horn in five times. Have I done that one? Maybe, maybe I just forgot. Uh, I just I think I've done this, but it's a note that's on here. I'm gonna erase it, take it off forever. Uh, I just remember Brian saying to me, it was either on the phone or on one of the shows that he's only honked his horn five times in his life. <laughs> I've I honk my horn like on the reg. Like I see people I know, I honk. Like right. there's this there's this coffee shop in town. Like even though ma- the the mask uh, mandates lifted, I probably shouldn't say this, um, but they still require it. And so every time I go by there, like at six in the morning, there's people like sipping their coffee out front on the patio. I just fucking lay on the horn. Good morning. Okay, I thought there was gonna be some sort of funny thing behind that. I didn't realize it was just him saying he's only using. I think that's the yeah. Midwest. That's the Midwest nice in him. Say I- that again. That's the Midwest nice in him. Yeah, me. Yes, yes. Yeah. Maybe they don't have a lot of traffic or a lot of things oh, there either. No traffic. Yeah. There's nobody. There's nobody to honk your horn at. You just you can drive where, wherever you want. Where? Where? Bri- but Brian's in Chicago. Brian might not even drive. Brian might not even own a car. No, no, he owns a car. He owns a car. He I bet you he owns runs a- everywhere. Excuse me. He owns a hoopty. I bet you. I bet you he owns like the. I. I bet you he owns a car that looks very similar to yours, Susa. Susa has a hoopty. I was going to say, would you consider my car a hoopty? Oh my god, yours is the ultimate hoopty. So many people have asked me why I don't buy a new car. Even like my mom at one point was like, "Why don't you get something nice?" And I'm like, 
why would I pay for anything? It runs perfect. It does. Yeah, your car does look like it probably runs perfect. I mean, it runs great. There's a couple of things that probably need to get fixed, but you know, like the windows don't roll down on one side and stuff like that. But that's all good. That just attention to deep. If I just spend a little time, put the window back on the track, it'd probably be all right. You got to open the passenger side from the inside. So you like, yeah, it's like, probably his car is like that. His car is like that. <laughs> hey, it's still better than the first car I had. I've ridden in your. Didn't we go to the beach once? That went in your car. Yeah, I yeah. rode in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those cars. I think it's like the passenger seat you get in it, and it's like the the car is like so old that it feels like someone was just when you sit down in it, it feels like someone was sitting there who weighed three thousand pounds before you. You know what I mean? Like you sit, like you think it's just like oh shit, like all the cushions gone. Like maybe you feel a spring or something like that. I mean, it's tired. It's like a tired nineteen seventies casino. The inside of his car. You know what I mean? You know, the carpets are all worn. It's it's. I mean, it's an 07 Civic. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's an 07 Civic. Yeah, that's what I would get. I would get 04, but whatever. How, how much are you paying your guys? Which guys? Oh, guys? oh my god! Fucking guys! I text fucking. I text them. They text uh, Souza when he three days ago or two days ago and said, "Hey, let's do a show Sunday." And then I text Caleb. I don't know this afternoon and said, do you want to come on? You don't have to. That's how I pay them. <laughs> I'd love to see you, but um, so uh, a friend of mine, I don't know if I said this already, but a friend of mine works at a uh, company where he's in charge of 800 people. He's like the head medic there. And he's in, like, if someone injures themselves on the job, he has to go to it. You know what I mean? Like there's 800 employees and they're contracted out to do work around the Bay area. And if someone gets injured, my friend goes out there and like writes up the reporter shit or my friends asked to like, if someone gets like calls in sick, he has to manage all that, like the health of the, the health of the employees. And one of the things that they're, they, they are doing now is that they're, you're not allowed to wear an N95 mask there. Oh, I think I talked about this already. Until oh yeah, I did talk about this pulmonary function test. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the mask inhibits your breathing by so much that you have to take a test before you put the mask on. <laughs> hey, I don't want to wear a mask like that ever. <laughs> but I don't mind if my kids do. That's for their safety. All right. Uh, Public. We health. made it. I, I uh, tomorrow morning we have uh, Brian Battle on uh, UFC Ooh. fighter. He won the Ultimate Fighter. They call it tough. 185 pounds. I wanted him on the show for like six months. He just had a fight this past weekend or the weekend before, and he won. Um, that's going to be a great show. Um, then on Tuesday we have. We don't have anyone on Tuesday yet. That's right. You left it open on. Uh, on the 23rd, we have Jim Hensel. I believe Jim Hensel is in charge of Mayhem's mindset. Yep. May Mayhem mindset. That's going to be fascinating. Uh, we can ask him what kind of mindset we need in order for this podcast to go to the next level. Then on, oh, this is awesome that you changed these. Thank you, Sousa. Then on Thursday, we have Leah Shutkever. If you don't know who that is, you should follow her. Leah, Leah Shutkever. She has 24 world records. She has an insane physique. And um, she also is a professional eater, which is just nuts. Uh, the 25th, we have Neil Maddox, which is Friday. I have to pee. I can't do anymore. But, but we got a whole – yeah, this girl. We got a whole ton of guests on. Thank you yeah. very much. Love having you guys. Sorry to end the show so abruptly, but my bladder's not hot.